Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Girly Homesteader podcast. Today is the beginning of July, so I'm going to be talking all about my goals for the month of July here on our little homestead. Um, We are going to be out of town quite a bit during July, so lots of these things, they're not really like super hands-on um as i as you are probably experiencing right now during the heat of summertime there's just not much new that we can grow and things like that it's a little bit overwhelming um so i'm glad that we're getting out of town but anyways um stay tuned and you'll hear all about what i have planned for the month of july Welcome to the Girly Homesteader Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, a part-time homesteader with a full-time love for makeup. This podcast focuses on traditional homesteading topics like gardening, chickens, beekeeping, hunting, fishing, being in harmony with nature, food preservation, cooking, etc. But it also touches on the girly side of things like non-toxic skincare, makeup, and homekeeping. So, If you're ready to learn more about homesteading and keep your girly side along the way, let's get started. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Beauty Counter, the non-toxic skincare brand that I've been using for over two years now and has absolutely saved my skin. As a homesteader, you put so much thought into your gardening and animal husbandry practices because you know the benefits to your health, but your skin is your largest organ. So when you switch to non-toxic products, you can improve your health even more than what you've already done so far through homesteading. Click the link in the show notes to shop with me. So before I get into our goals for the month of July, um, some updates about what's going on around here. Um, The garden has gotten to the point where I am just almost sick of it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like this year, um, our spring and like, well, I guess late spring, um, it was super cold and then when it was hot it was like extremely hot like in the mid 90s and our weather has just been kind of crazy um so honestly like right now we would normally be swimming in cucumbers at least that's how we were last year um at this time and we'd also have way many more tomatoes than we have had so far and we are nowhere near that um I have been having issues with blight with my tomatoes. I've had to do a lot of pruning on my plants. I had to completely replace one tomato plant because it just totally died. And then I think I have another one that unfortunately I'm probably going to have to replace too. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, I'm at the point where I'm just about sick of everything in the gardens because my cilantro has bolted. It tasted terrible. Um, my lettuces are starting to bolt. We also had some really strong storms, like intense thunderstorms here. And, um, the wind blew over a lot of my lettuces. And so I had to do big harvests of that when I wasn't necessarily ready. My arugula and my mustards, they are, well, gone now. (laughs) I ripped them out, um, did the last of that this morning. 
because they were just so far gone, so far eaten by flea beetles. And um, yeah, the raised beds just look kind of a mess. And honestly, my cabbage is not growing how I was expecting it to. And um, I'm going to talk about this. This is one of my goals for the month of July. Um, but honestly, I'm starting to think that the soil that we had brought in that we bought for our raised beds just really wasn't that great. Um, so I'm going to get to that more in a second here. Um, but other updates, um, the chicks, our new chicks are still living in our garage while we are gone for the 4th of July. Um, so yes, I'm recording this in advance of when it will be released. By the time you hear this, it'll be after the 4th of July and I will be back home, but, um, I have to get our chicks ready to go take them to the chick sitter. <laughs> um, so we just have someone who lives up the street and um, she is going to be taking care of our chicks while we're gone and then also coming over to do a little bit of watering and uh, make sure our adult chickens get in every night and things like that. Um, but really... Not too many updates around here. The weather has been weird. It is finally summer, but um, the weather has just been rough, uh, actually. This is really upsetting. Um, we have three peach trees on our property, and one of them um, is older than the other two. We planted it in the spring of last year, and then the other two we planted in the fall of last year. And we were hoping that we'd get tons of peaches, but unfortunately with these storms, um, I think that we might maybe get two peaches from all three of those trees, like all three total. We might get two peaches only. So yeah, um, I don't know. It's that time of year where I'm just feeling like a little bit defeated um, and seeing new things popping up just really isn't happening because it is so just darn hot. Um, I have started some new seeds though for our fall garden. Um, I did decide to try buying seeds from Johnny's Seed Company and I will say I am very happy so far um, with the quality of the seeds and also just all of the like the way their website works, the way everything is organized, and also all of the information that is given to you directly on the seed packet. It's just very, very helpful um, in terms of just having all that information right there at your fingertips when you are planting. Um, so right now what I have started are some bok choys, um, broccoli cauliflower, radicchio, and um, napa cabbage. So those are all new things for us except for the bok choys. Our pak choy from the spring did not work out so well, so I'm hoping that this fall it'll be better. Um, right now those seedlings are still inside, and um, this time around with them, I want to be better at potting them up and getting them to be a bigger size before I transfer them outside. Um, so I guess that brings us into my first big goal for the month of July. And as I hinted at in the intro, um, or as I said in the intro, we're going to be gone a lot during the month of July. We're going to be gone this weekend for about four or five days or so. And then we do have a week-long trip planned near the end of July. And so that just means that we don't have any like big projects that we're doing right now on the homestead. Um, so anyways, my big plan, <laughs> my big goal, number one goal is to get the fall garden um, planned out and, and organized. So 
as you've heard in all of these episodes, I've learned a lot from our spring garden and I was hoping our summer garden would be a piece of cake, but so far it's really hasn't been. I don't know why, but I think it's just been the weather. At least I'm telling myself that it's the weather. We got a lot of rain in May and um, June really wasn't, it was like back and forth, either cool or very hot. And so I think it's just been tough on the plants. Um, but yeah, so first goal is to plan the fall garden. And so what I'm thinking right now is that my raised beds, that's probably where I'm going to focus on the greens the most. And then I think I'm going to try and utilize more of the space around our beds. Um, Because again, just a reminder, the way our garden is set up is that we have two really big raised beds in the center of our garden. They are four feet by 12 feet. And then surrounding that, we have in-ground beds, and that is currently where our tomatoes and cucumbers and some cabbages are, and also peppers. And so what I want to do is I want to try to utilize that space during the fall and put some of the things in there that are way more hardy, like maybe the root veggies and things like that. And then in the raised beds, that is where I want to put the greens, um, because that is where I will be able to cover them with greenhouse plastic once... Uh, winter sets in and hopefully I can keep these things going as long as I can throughout the winter. Um, So that's a really, really big goal here. Um, I'm actually going to bring my iPad with me on this weekend trip for the 4th just so I can can plan. Um, The app that I use to plan the garden, I will link to that in the show notes. I've used it um, ever since spring, and I really do recommend it. I do have the paid version, but it really isn't much. You pay once a, once a year, and then you get to build as many gardens as you want to. Um, so that's called the Planter app, and again, I'll link to that in the show notes. So that's what I'm using now to plan out the fall garden, because um, really the only things that we are left with right now that are growing and that we are waiting on <laughs> are the cucumbers, tomatoes, some cabbages, um, green onions and peppers. That's really it. I mean, we do have lettuces still growing underneath shade cloth right now, but I don't know how much longer (laughs) they're going to last. I'd be very, very happy if they make it through July. Um, So yeah, planting the fall garden is um, step or like goal number one here for the month of July. Um, The other thing that goes into that too, or well, I mentioned that I've already started some seeds um, and I actually, I swear Johnny's Seed Company, their website has been very helpful. They actually have a lot of of calculators and calendars on their website that help you figure out when you should start your seedlings for fall. And so I put that in my, um, my big planner and I, my garden planner, and I have my dates kind of mapped out for when I need to start things. But of course, these vacations that we're taking in July, that kind of throws a wrench into things. So some of the things I'm starting a bit earlier, and some of the things I'm starting a bit later, but I do think it'll all work out. Now, this is another thing too. Um, At the beginning of this year, I started using a planner or a journal sort of a thing. The brand is called Silk and Sonder and it is a monthly subscription and every month they send you a new journal. And I was one of those kids where in grade school and high school, my favorite part of the year was buying school supplies. Um, I love paper. I love journals. I love highlighters, markers, pens, all of those things, post-it notes. I love color coding. I just love that stuff. And so when I got out of college 
you know, and I became an adult, quote unquote, <laughs> I didn't really need to use that kind of stuff anymore. And so I just kind of stopped using it. Um, but I wanted to get into the habit of it again. And so at the beginning of this year, I started that journal subscription and that's been very helpful and it's gotten me back into um, the habit of really keeping good to-do lists and writing things down and getting more accomplished. And I've enjoyed that, but what I've realized is that I wish that I had everything all together um, and that I had all of the months together because, you know, as a homesteader, you are so in tune with the weather and the changes in the seasons and the entire year and seeing it as a cycle. And so by getting these journals once every month, although it did help me get in the habit of doing this because it gave me something new to be excited about every month. I'm at the point where I've reached that habit and now I'm realizing, huh, I kind of want everything all together. And the other thing on top of that too, I think I mentioned this back in January, um, I got a planner specifically to use for the garden, but <laughs> as a homesteader, you also start to realize when you are trying to grow all of your own food, that garden becomes a very, very integral part of your day and your life. And so what I have also been annoyed by is that my just regular to-do list, my planner, my schedule, my, you know, journal, quote unquote, it's not the same, you know, actual physical thing as my garden journal. And so I've been doing some research on new um, planners and journaling methods. And so there is a brand that I'm excited to try. Um, I probably won't be ordering the actual planner until the beginning of 2023, but at least right now I did order one of their journals or their notebooks and I'm very excited to try it. So the brand is called Plum Paper and you can completely customize your planner layouts, like completely, and they're absolutely beautiful. And so I have been altering my current planner by Silk and Sonder to kind of mimic um, the potential layouts that I can choose from with plum paper. Hopefully this doesn't get confusing with these two brands in there. Um, but I'm trying to like devise the perfect way to keep my like own, you know, personal things together, but also combine them with the garden planner. Because as I said, what I'm realizing is that that garden is an integral part of my day because I have to maintain it. And, you know, it just, it keeps me even more in tune with the seasons and the cycle of the year. So what I've ordered so far, it hasn't arrived yet, um, but it is one of their notebooks from Plum Paper, and they have these beautiful inserts that you can put in there that help you plan out things like for business and for homekeeping and things like that. And so I've ordered some of those, and I'm excited to see them come. But the coolest part, and I mean, I'm probably very late to the party because Plum Paper did not develop this, um, but they have the option to get their journals or their planners um, with a disc bound system. So if you have heard of this um, binding method, you're probably like, duh, it's the best thing ever, but I had never heard of it. So it essentially combines the best things of a notebook and a binder all together. There's these little discs that you um, line up on the spine of the notebook and it allows you to just 
pull you like push your paper in there um, and they stay it's hard to describe I guess via podcast um, but that is how I ordered my um, my notebook and so I'm very excited to try it out and that is how I would like to have my planner for next year which will combine everything around our homestead and also just my personal things too and work things um what I like about it is that I'll be able to organize things just like a binder, um, but it's not as bulky as a binder. It will still look like a notebook. So that's one big goal there. I'm planning the fall garden and then also continuously or continuing to try and um, figure out the best way to keep records on the garden because right now I have two separate notebooks or two separate planners that I'm working from. And it's just kind of annoying to me. Um, it might not be annoying to you, but to me, um, I'd like to have everything all together. So goal number two, I mentioned our little chicks and goal number two for the month of July is to get them transitioned to everybody else outside. Now, <coughs> ooh, sorry, um, with these vacations that we have coming up, that's probably going to put a wrench in things um, because they're going to be pretty big by the time we go on our second vacation. Um, but I don't want to put them out in the ch with the chickens before then because I don't think they'll be fully feathered and they won't be warm enough. And then also I don't want to just introduce them and then leave and then have to, you know, put that all on our chicken sitter. So unfortunately, this is probably not going to be happening until like the very, very end of the month. Um, but we need to get those chicks outside. Um, they're going to have to learn to deal with everybody else. Um, this time around, we're going to have eight adults and eight little babies. And so hopefully eight on eight isn't too bad and they can defend themselves. Um, but we will see. Last year, going through that transition, it was kind of rough. And so hopefully this year it's better because there's more of an equal amount of big ones and little ones. So we'll see. But that's a big goal for the month of July because I don't want to keep them in the garage anymore. <laughs> Um, let's see another organizational thing. I want to organize my seeds better. So I talked about the way, um, that I was organizing them at the beginning of the year. I think maybe it was March or so I mentioned these dividers that I created for, um, a specific plastic bin. Well, the problem is I have <laughs> outgrown that bin by a lot. And so right now my, my seeds are just very jam packed in there. Um, and so I need something bigger. And um, what I want to do, though, is I want to organize my seeds by heat tolerant and cold tolerant varieties. So the first time that I ordered seeds, so back in, I don't know, February or March or so, I ordered them from True Leaf Market. And my goal there was to get things that were very heat tolerant because I was focusing just on those springtime plantings, which would try to go into the heat, heat, the hot, hot of, of summer. And so now when I have ordered these seeds from Johnny's Seed Company, I focused on ones that were cold tolerant. And so what I want to do is organize my seeds by heat and cold tolerant because it will just help me to be better at grabbing the right things and planning out um, the garden a little bit better. So that's another goal for the month of July. Um, the other thing is <laughs> that I hinted at before is our soil. Um, and actually, I did already start working on this today, um, but we are going to do a new soil test because um, we did do a soil test before we put in our raised beds. But of course, that was just the soil that we naturally have in the ground. 
it was pretty balanced. It was just very, very low in organic matter. And so when we bought our soil in the raised beds, I did not do a soil test. I just assumed <laughs> that the soil would be great. But honestly, I really haven't been that impressed by it. Um, to me, I think it's very, very heavy because um, it honestly, it's darker than the clay that we just naturally have here in Ohio, but it still is just as sticky and just looks kind of the same, just a darker version of the clay. And so I have a feeling that the soil wasn't actually as good as I was expecting it to be. Um, so I did dig up some soil samples today actually from our raised beds and I'm hopefully dropping those off at our extension office tomorrow. Um, but the other thing that I decided to do was to get a soil sample from the area where we keep our chickens because they're, they're kept in the woods and so, um, you know, what we do is we just take the food scraps and things that we have and we put them in there for them to munch on. And what I had noticed is that the soil that they, you know, dig up and they scratch around, it looks pretty darn good. And then, of course, it has their, you know, droppings in there, um, which would serve as a good fertilizer. So I am actually doing a soil test of that soil specifically because I have been using that soil to add to our beds and to other areas of the garden when I need them. And so that is the spot where we would probably be adding soil in the future. So I figured, well, let me get a test for that too and see if that soil is actually as good as it seems to look. So, um, of course, on top of getting the soil test, I want to amend the soil. Now, it's probably going to be too late to do this to make a real big difference for the fall garden, but at least it will help me figure out how to plan um, and let things just kind of settle over winter time, and we'll go from there. So that's another goal, goal number four. I want to get the soil test done for our raised beds and then also the chicken dirt, as I'm, refer as I'm um, referring to it as. And we'll just amend based on that. So after the break, I have two more things that I want to talk about. Um, both are about food. So stay tuned um, after the break. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, you have seen that we have wild black raspberries on our property. And I love black raspberries. And a goal that I have for the month of July is to try and preserve them and make some jam. So... I have accidentally <laughs> canned um, Bloody Mary mix, and then I did can, these are both water bath canning methods, I did water bath can our maple syrup kind of on accident. I wasn't really prepared for it, but it happened. Um, but really, I haven't like truly set out with the intention of canning something. And so I'm thinking that if I try to can these black raspberries and make jam out of them, That'll be a way less pressure situation um, than when I dis when I can in the future pickles and salsa. Those are the two things that I definitely want to can this year once we have tomatoes and cucumbers. <laughs> um, but because I am spending all the time and the effort um, to grow those, I'm going to be a little bit more nervous about it. And so I'm thinking that if I practice with canning something um, with produce that, you know, I really didn't 
grow, quote unquote, because these are growing wild, I'm thinking that that will be a good way to practice. Um, jam probably is one of the harder things uh, to just start off and try first, but whatever, I'm going to do it. We're going to see how it goes. Um, but that is a goal that I have for the month of July. Um, I've already started picking some of the black raspberries and hopefully when we get back from our trip this weekend, there will still be plenty more to pick and um, we'll see what happens. I want to try making the jam with honey because as I've said before, we are beekeepers and we have honey from our bees. But the thing is, we <laughs> we don't really eat it very much. Um, we're just not really big sweet like drink people. Um, I have been trying to put honey more on like toast and things in the morning and it's delicious, but I also like jam. So I don't know. We're looking for ways to use the honey. Um, Oh, actually, that does remind me. One of my goals for the month of July was to do a honey harvest, but that did not happen because we just haven't had the time and we're probably not going to have time in July either. But as I said last month, the good thing about honey is that it doesn't go bad. It's there with our bees. You know, they're taking care of it. They've preserved it. They've capped it with wax. And so it can stay in there as long as it needs to. And actually, that reminds me about an update that I forgot. Um, a few weeks back, we did decide to make a split with one of our hives. One of our beehives is super, super healthy, super, super just like great at making honey, great at making more bees. She's a wonderful queen. And we went to check on the bees and um, she was about at max capacity, even though we had added more boxes um, onto that hive, like, I don't know, a few weeks before when we thought they had swarmed. They hadn't swarmed and they still weren't swarming. And so we thought, well... Let's give her some more space by completely splitting the hive. Um, so right now we need to do the math and kind of like plan to figure out when we can check on them next. But when you are making a split, you really have to make sure that you don't mess with them. And it's hard to do, but the more interruptions that the bees have in the process of making a new queen, the more likely it's not going to work out. So you want to just let them do their thing. And so that's what we're doing right now. So this was about two weeks ago. Right now... Uh, the new queen, she has probably hatched, I would think, um, and she's probably getting ready for a mating flight any time now. The good news is that the weather, <laughs> knock on wood, right now um, seems to be like it's going to be great, so hopefully that goes well. Um, so yeah, that was goal number five, making some black raspberry jam and trying my hand um, at true canning on purpose <laughs> for the first time. And so now, my last goal for the month of July is a big one. Um, I have decided that this year is going to be the year that I take a deer for the first time. So I have, well, I mean, we've gone turkey hunting and, you know, I got a turkey, but I have never shot at a deer before, um, neither with a bow or a gun or anything. And so this is the year that I want to do it. I've been thinking about it for a few years now, but I just never really felt that I was ready um, and with the situation with the turkey this year and all of, you know, just becoming, well, <laughs> wanting to be a homesteader more, I just, I feel like it's finally the time that I want to get into it. Um, and so my goal for the month of July is to buy a crossbow and to start practicing and also some camo. Okay, so here I do need recommendations, guys. So finding camo that is made to fit a woman's body is not easy. 
Um, I am very hippie, okay? So me finding pants is very, very hard. And so the camo pants that I currently have do not fit me very well. And so I desperately need to buy some new camo. That way I can be ready for the season. Um, so if you have recommendations, please let me know. Um, in terms of buying a bow, I think we have the one picked out that I want to buy. And so here in the state of Ohio, um, crossbows are allowed for any hunter. Um, I know that some states, they do regulate that and crossbows are only allowed if you are a child or if you have a disability. But here in Ohio, everyone can use one. Uh, my husband, when he hunts, he uses, um, oh my God, a compound bow. Um, and I definitely think that with practice, I would be able to do that. Um, but the thing is though, my husband's compound bow, um, it's too big for me to be able to draw the arrow back completely. So I just have never been able to shoot it. So I have no idea how it would work. And so with me being a new deer hunter, the most important thing to me is having accuracy and doing it correctly the first time. That way the animal doesn't suffer. And so for me, um, I am a pretty good shot uh, with a gun. And so um, to me, I'm thinking that if I start out with a crossbow, that will be the best solution. Um, it'll give me more confidence and more you know, assuredness um, that everything will go well uh, when I use it and when I go hunting. And so I think it's just a good move for me to start with that. Who knows in the future, maybe I would want to get a little bit more skilled and use a compound bow, but at least for right now, we're going to use, um, or I'm going to use a crossbow. So again, I think I have the one picked out that I want. Um, once I get that, I will update you guys and give you some more information about it. But yeah, that's another goal for the month of July going to buy a, a crossbow. I'm going to research some more camo options for me <laughs> with my big butt <laughs> and try to get that all sorted out so that we can, both my husband and I, we can practice during the month of August and then be ready for deer season to start in September. That's when it starts here in Ohio for us. So those are my six big goals on our homestead for the month of, the, for the month of July. Um, I have planning the fall garden working on record keeping, um, because I have to admit, I haven't been the best at using my garden planner recently. There's just so many things that I've been doing and it's just hard to take the time to go and write everything down. So I'm thinking that if I have it combined with my more day-to-day -day planner, it will be much easier for me to do that. I need to transition those chicks to the outside. Definitely with everybody else. <laughs> I need to organize my seeds by heat tolerance and cold tolerance. We are testing the soil and amending it once we get those results back. I want to try my first hand at canning and then also I'm going to be purchasing a crossbow and getting getting started on practicing to get ready for the deer season. Um, last year we only got one deer and gosh we are about out of ground venison already and that's a pretty terrifying thing because we haven't had that happen in a long time the year before we got two deer and honestly i was talking to my husband about it and i think that this year we're going to try for three um because we eat it a lot and we do rely on that ground venison a ton we both enjoy it you can make tons of different things out of it and it truly is something that I crave actually so this year we're going to try for three and hopefully I can be at least part of one of those so that's it for today and I will talk to you next week
Thanks for listening to the Girly Homesteader podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you want to share more in my journey, follow me on Instagram at the Girly Homesteader. <laughs>